praise the Lord. The Bible tells us to praise him in the tabernacle. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with the psalter and harp. Praise him upon the stringed instruments. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord this morning. Good morning, Tabernacle of Praise. Good morning, visiting family and friends. We are so thankful to have you joining us this morning for a time of worship and praise. And we just want to invite you, don't click in and then click off because you're gonna miss your blessing today. You have to stay connected, stay connected, Amen. start a watch party and uh, invite others to, to join us today because we're gonna be worshiping God in spirit and in truth. And we are so thankful that you have chosen to join us. And we hope that today God will seal you with a blessing. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord this morning. You know, we live in some serious times this morning. If you're watching the news and seeing the shootings, the violence, the civil unrest all over the place, it seems as if all the signs are telling us that the Lord is coming soon. It's time to get our houses in order. If there was ever a time we needed the Lord before, we sure need him now. You know, prayer is the key that unlocks heaven's storehouse, where it's stored all the bountiful blessings of omnipotence. So we're gonna to go to the throne of grace right now. We want you to just type in your, your prayer request because prayer changes things, amen? amen? Prayer changes things. So right now, Sister Janice Grace Gray is gonna lead us to the throne of grace. May we bow for prayer. Heavenly Father, we are so thankful that you have brought us together once again on this holy and beautiful Sabbath day. We thank you for blessing and sustaining us through a week of challenges and our day-to-day -day responsibilities. And we are so thankful that you brought our new pastoral family to us. We are excited that they are part of the Tabernacle of Praise family, and we look forward to doing ministry alongside them here in St. Louis. We lift up those who've been affected by COVID-19, the hurricanes, the earthquakes, the mudslides, the wildfires, Lord, and all of the violence and crime that seem to just be all around us every day. And we pray that you will meet their needs as only you can. And Lord, while we are surrounded by the devastating effects of sin, we ask that you will forgive us for our sins, that you will search our hearts, and that your Holy Spirit will come into our lives and do his wonder-working, miracle-working power, God, so that our lives are changed. We lift up those who have physical and emotional health challenges. We pray that for those who are under a financial strain, who are not able to live the lives of comfort and security that they long for. And we pray for those who have spiritual doubts and uncertainties during these very stressful times. We ask that you will help us to show our love and compassion towards them, God, and meet their needs as best we can. We pray for our pastor as he brings our message today, that the Holy Spirit will speak through him to us, that we will not be distracted, that we will be attentive, and that his words will resonate in our hearts. May your Holy Spirit have his way, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. That's an awesome prayer. Thank you, Jan. Uh, I'm going to start off with, um, this is stewardship time, and this is where we dedicate to God our time, talent, temple, and treasures. And I have an awesome testimony for you. But first, I want to um, say this up front, that you can send your tithe and offering to, to cash up at dollar sign top giving or at adventistgiving.org. Or you can mail it to Teresa Harris. And Teresa, can, can you wait for us, Teresa, so everybody know who you are? Okay. To her. Now, if you... Um, if you're not a member of our church, we will appreciate you supporting us as well. You don't have to be a member to reap the blessings. And I have an awesome testimony. So you're going to reap, want to reap the blessings. And um, blessings are being given out in, in our church. I know around the um, circle of the globe, but definitely in our church because I received some myself. So I want to start with, there's a little song that says, God will take care of you. And it starts with, be not dismayed, whatever be tied. God will take care of you. Beneath his wings, 
of love. Uh-oh, let me see. A love abide, God will take care of you. Um, and then there's another line that says, all you may need, he will provide. God will take care of you. Nothing you ask will be denied. God will take care of you. So um, a while back, it's been like more than a year or so. And I know the church members know we were wanting to start our, our business online. I'm a therapist by trade. And so I, I wanted to get online. And uh, we were doing all kinds of things to get online. And we had taken out a, um, some savings so that we can live for the year. And so we were like, okay, we, got, we have these savings. We can live for a year. And we're going to get this business up and going. And well, to make a long story short, it did not get up and going. Uh, it was like one thing after people were saying, do this, do that, et cetera, et cetera. Our numbers remain completely flat. You know, I came to the church. The church was praying for me. My numbers remain completely flat. In June of this year, you know, of course, COVID came. That didn't help anybody's business. And in June, um, I had a few clients, but I didn't feel like they were progressing, et cetera. And I made a decision to drop the clients and I had no clients. We had no income. And I was like, well, who's going to get a job? <laughs> and he was like, I'm not getting a job and I don't want a job. You know, we want, we want our business. And so um, I continued to pray and it got down to July. Now in July, oh, let's say, let me go back a little bit. You know, all of our money, we had it like, uh, like as if we were getting paid a certain amount every month. Well, we had to buy a van. We didn't expect to buy a new car. So we had to buy a van. So, you know, that's thousands of dollars. We went out and found the, the least expensive thing we can find. We don't want any debt. So, you know, we bought this van. And so that took out a good month or so of our money. So we're like, okay, we're down a little bit, but we're going to get this business started. And then somebody, we um, had to have some work done on the house. That was another $2,000. Then there was a tree. Then there was another $900. Come July, we're down to the last month of money. And all we had enough for was um, tithe and offering. And then August was on its own. And uh, so now, you know, I was thinking, you know, tithe, well, we're not really getting paid. It's not a job. I mean, this is our savings. We already paid tithe on this money, right? So we don't really have to pay tithe. And offering, okay? You can't pay tithe without offering. It's just, to me, kind of like a waste. But at any rate, you know, so um, I said, well, I'm going to go ahead. I totally, I said, you know, I'm going to go ahead and pay tithe. I said, I am the stewardship leader, and I just cannot see not returning tithe for any months, not one month. I can't see that. And um, so... We did, we turned the end of the tide, we turned, we turned the tide. And um, then we, you know, had to pay out more money. And I started, and we started looking around, trying to find a way to get some money. I don't want to be on the insurance panels, but we, we applied for insurance panels. The first one said, it's going to take you 90 days. I was like, well, that's not going to help us. But God bless, and they, were, they came back in two weeks and said, you're on our panel. So that was a blessing. So we started looking for contracts, too. And so we looked up um, a couple of contracts. And one of the contracts, they said, okay, you know, we did our, submit all of our paperwork. And let me tell you, they said, okay. You know, meanwhile, I'm still asking, I'm asking all, everybody I know to pray. Pray for us. Pray for us. And I asked for uh, Beverly and um, Karen. You know, we had a little prayer session on the phone. And so um, I got this contract through. And they said, yes, you're on our list now. And you can begin to receive clients. I pressed that button. And I'm telling you guys, I received like, like 50 clients the first week. 50 people. I mean, y'all don't know what that means. We went from zero income <laughs> and the Lord just blessed us. Now we can, we go up to like, um, then we, I went all the way up to 70 clients. I cannot see all these people. I had to turn the referral button off. I was turning people down. He will open the windows of heaven, folks, and blow, pour you out a blessing. All you have to do is be willing to do a little cliffhanging, to trust God. You have to remember Moses walking towards that Red Sea. I know people was like, is he crazy? It's water that way. <laughs> but I'm telling you, it was like walking towards, um, but another thing, when I dropped that client in July, I had dreaded, every, every month I was watching my, my business was dwindling, dwindling, dwindling. And I was dreading losing that client, dreading. But when I had said, I, you know, this is not working for me. So I dropped it. I felt complete peace. I felt a peace 
that passed. I mean, really. And I was thinking, are you crazy? You don't have any money coming in. But I'm here to tell everybody. And I'm here as a stewardship leader and as a person, a stewardship leader who has not, by the grace of God, who has been able to, through the power of our Lord Jesus Christ, through some difficult times, some hard times to continue to pay tithe, to continue to pay offering. And I don't pay like $5 an offering. I don't believe in that. I think you need to do 10, 5, 10, 10, 10, 15. If you expect to grow with Christ, you need to expect to uh, grow in Christ. Give him, give all, give the best you can. So like I said, I'm offering this opportunity to anybody out there. I dare you to trust God where you cannot trace him. I dare you to look to Christ for the, all that you need. Remember, God will provide for you. Everything you have is from God. So if even if you're not a member of our church, just put in your little box down there, how do I give? And if you give, you can you cannot be God's giving. I just want to say praise the Lord. And I know if we was in church, we'd be shouting all over everywhere. Folks would be standing up. People would be praising the Lord. And so I am full this morning, full with the Holy Spirit and just so grateful. And I want to say this, one last thing. When those people start coming in, I called Belle. I said, Belle, look, I got like 50 clients. She said, girl, guess what I told the Lord this morning? I said, what, Beverly? She said, I told the Lord, Lord, you got to bless the kids so she can help us pay for our new church. I said, girl, I'm going to help. <laughs> so I just want to thank everybody for your prayers. And I want to um, say, keep praying for me. Keep praying for my family. I'm going to continue to pray for you and put it out there. Come to prayer meeting and tell Tell everybody so everybody can pray for you. And the more people will pray for you, the more God hears. I mean, he hears anyway, but he wants us to all show faith and trust in the power of prayer. So anyway, thank you guys for this opportunity. And God is so good. And remember, you don't have to be a member of our church. Members, we definitely want you to give and do your part, but you don't have to be a member. My mother was not a member of, of the Seventh-day Adventist Church, but she gave her, she returned tithe and offering, offerings faithfully. But before she passed on, she did join our church. But from a small town up, she was not in our church. And she returned her tithe and offering to us. You guys make this a great day. Praise the Lord and have a great Sabbath. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Wasn't that a powerful testimony? And I tell you, folks, on prayer meeting nights, you hear those same type of powerful testimonies. As they say, I dare you to trust God. Amen. God has been so good. Thank you, Sister Carol, for that encouragement for us to be faithful in our tithing offers. You can't beat God's giving no matter how hard you try. We just have to be faithful and trust him regardless of how hard it gets. Well, I'm so excited this morning. Our pastor, uh, our official pastor yes. is here and he is fired up and he's ready to go, you know, like a prize fighter that getting warmed up, getting heated up, getting ready for battle. He's ready. He's fired up. <laughs> they like, let me loose. We're, we're just so happy. If you, was, if you heard him last week, I know I'm still basking in that powerful message last week. I just praise the God, praise God. The anointing is all over him, all over the pastoral team. And we, he has a testimony. And I was, by the grace of God, witnessed that testimony this week. So God is moving, folks. God is moving, and we want you to get on that God-blessing train because it's moving. Get on board. There's plenty of room. Amen. So after our special music, our music of inspiration by songbird Sister Beverly Stewart Anderson, the next voice you will hear will be that of our pastor, Pastor Jonathan Fields, the pastor of Tabernacle of Praise. Hear ye him.
Sabbath, everybody. It's indeed a blessing and an honor to be in the presence of an awesome king. Thank you, Sister Beverly, for that song of inspiration, that song of meditation. I'm truly blessed by your gifts and your ministry. You are truly the prayer warrior um, here in our land, and we thank you for all that you do. Um, I just want to thank uh, my elders, um, um, Sister Teresa and um, Elder Harris. Amen for your support for our family um, and our transition from uh, Minneapolis to the St. Louis area. Um, we thank God for you. We um, just appreciate all that you are doing and all that you have done. Um, been right there every step of the way. And we are, we are so related at that. Um, my, my wife um, is, is just, is just a, 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 you know, ecstatic at the fact that uh, we're able to uh, make our home um, at Tabernacle of Praise. So we thank you for all you do. We thank you for our team. Um, one thing I can say about, and I just want to put this caveat in, um, as I speak with um, um, uh, Elder Harris, and as we dialogue, um, one thing I can say that it's never about him. Um, everything that we've been discussing thus far, um, he've always spoke of Tabernacle of Praise. Um, and so I thank you, Tabernacle of Praise, um, for um, the, your representative, um, Elder Paul Harris. We want to just put our hands together right now and just praise God for um, Elder Harris. Thank you so much for what you've done. Um, we are truly um, excited at the fact that we're able um, to be um, on this platform to um, share a word um, of the Lord. I believe that there is a word uh, from the Lord um, and, and we just want to just celebrate everybody. We want to thank you also um, for your gifts. Um, our anniversary, I don't know if anybody was able to catch the YouTube clip, amen, 
Um, had a busy week on last week, taking our daughter to school and so much is going on. I wasn't able to actually um, stop long enough to celebrate um, our anniversary, but God, um, in the wee hour of the night um, at a wild, wild gas station, amen. Um, our favorite song came on and uh, my wife and I was able to step out. Uh, that's right, yes, sir. We danced in the parking lot. Come on, somebody. Amen. 22 years. I think that's worth dancing for. Amen. Um, and so we danced and we celebrated our 22 years. Um, but we thank you for your gifts um, and the cash app. We thank you for your love, your support. Um, we are just so um, excited at the fact that God is allowing us to even share another 22 years. And I must say, I must say, um, out of the 22 years of marriage um, to this wonderful woman, um, I have yet to make it on the couch. Come on, somebody. Um, I've yet to make it on the couch. And I'm not trying to make it on the couch, but, 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 but I have yet to sleep on the couch. Come on, somebody. So I thank God for my wife. I thank God for you, my family, uh, my new family. Amen. Um, and uh, we just want to just continue to take, the, take this thing um, just a little bit higher. Amen. Um, to my young people, I've been praying for you, been praying, been thinking about you. Um, can't wait to connect with you. I understand that there are some awesome things going on. I just can't wait to get in with you, uh, put my hand to the plow and just um, see what we could do to bring our youth up um, a little bit higher. Amen. Um, our young adults as well. Um, we want to pray for you, even our seniors. I've been praying for our church at a whole. I know we're looking at a transitional period here. There's some things that we want to do, um, but, but, but we'll come together. You know, I try to be mindful. We're on a uh, platform where the world is here. And I don't mind saying anything because I don't have anything to hide or anything to tuck away. Amen. Uh, I can say what I, what, what I say um, and not have to worry about stuff coming back. I've, I've lived that life. All that is God has forgiven me. God has cleansed me. Amen. So I have no hidden agenda, no secrets, no none of that stuff. Amen. Um, but I am mindful that um, we're on this platform and I want to um, keep our business in-house. Amen. So um, we will be getting together. Um, and um, especially once I get transitioned there, um, we'll get together and we'll put some things in place. Amen. Uh, but at this time, um, if you could just bow your heads with me um, as we get ready to get into God's word. Again, I thank you so much for your love. And even my family that is joining and friends that have joined us with us today, we praise God for you. We thank God for you. Um, we know that you don't have to be here. You could be doing something else, but you have chose to come and worship with us today. And I thank God for you. Amen. Amen. Let us bow our heads at this time and let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Father, and our God, again, we're so thankful, so privileged, so honored. We're so blessed. We're so elated. We're so excited. We are just bubbling over at the fact that you chose us to be a part of this awesome day. Eyes have not seen nor ears have heard what you have in store for your people. And so as we gather here on this platform, we're asking that you will break through the sound waves, that you will break through technology, that you will keep this platform, oh God, in a place where people can hear from you. We rebuke distractions. We rebuke any difficulties. We rebuke that right now in the name of Jesus, that your word will be proclaimed on this here day, oh God. We thank you, we bless you, and we give you all praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name, let the people of God say amen and amen again. God bless you. Amen. God is good. Oh, I hear you out there all the time and all the time. That's right. God is good. He is truly a good God. Amen. If you have your Bibles with you, if you can turn with me to the book of Exodus, this is one of my favorite books in the Bible. And the truth of the matter is, I'm just, just put, letting, letting you in on some things. You know, all the books are my favorite. But, 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 but this right here is one of my favorite books in the Bible, um, Exodus chapter 14. I just want to read a couple of verses in your hearing. Exodus chapter 14, and we want to start with verse 21, and we'll read all the way down to verse 26. Again, that is Exodus chapter 14. We want to start with verse 21, and we'll read all the way down to verse 26. 
And the word that God declares in Exodus chapter 14, uh, verse 21, then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong wind, east wind, all that night and made the sea into a dry land and the waters were divided. So the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea on the dry ground and the waters were a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. And the Egyptians pursued and went after them into the midst of the sea, all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen. Now it came to pass in the morning watch that the Lord looked down upon the army of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and cloud, and he troubled the army of the Egyptians. And he took off their chariot wheels so that they drove them with difficulty. Come on, somebody. And the Egyptians said, let us flee from the face of Israel, for the Lord fights for them against the Egyptians. Then, in verse 26, the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand over the sea that the waters may come back upon the Egyptians on their chariots and on their horsemen. Today, I just want us to talk a little bit on the topic, dare to be water. Dare to be like water. Let us pray. Loving Lord, our Father and our God, again, we are so thankful for this privilege I ask you now to come and speak to us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Dare to be like water. You know, one of my favorite uh, martial arts um, individual is none other than the man, Bruce Lee. Uh, Bruce Lee did an interview back in 1971, um, and he began to talk about water, talking about how um, his style and, and, um, and, and, and his technique, and he began to share how he must, that, how he must be like water. Um, be whatever water is. You put water in a bowl, it conforms to that bowl. Um, you put water into a cup, it, it takes on the cup. Whatever you put water in, water becomes that. And he was simply saying, we must become like water. Well, in our story here, we see the Egyptians have found themselves yet again in a situation where God was no stranger to danger. Uh, it's amazing how sometimes God will direct us or God will lead us or God will uh, guide us. And along the way, we tend to forget what God has done in the past. Last week, I spoke uh, on, uh, about us moving from the Minneapolis area to the St. Louis area, and I gave a couple of points. And one of those points I share with you is that we must remember. Uh, we must remember. And it is amazing as we look at our story today, how the Egyptians have forgotten uh, about what God has done for them in the past. Uh, God has done some things for them. Now, keep in mind, my brothers and sisters, that whenever God takes you on a journey, whenever God leads you down a path, he never leads you down a path or take you on a journey journey without first preparing you for that path or preparing you for that journey. Uh, just a few chapters back, uh, God told Moses, I need you to go to Pharaoh and I need you to tell Pharaoh to let my people go. And you know the story, you've read it, you've been in Cradle Row, you've watched the movie, you know Moses went to Pharaoh and told Pharaoh that God said, let my people go. And of course, God told Moses that he was going to harden the heart of Pharaoh. And, and Pharaoh will not let uh, the people of Israel go. Uh, and then and there were series of plagues that took place uh, uh, where Moses had to let Pharaoh know that, that, that it is God that is, the, that is requiring of this and not me myself. Fast forward to the children of Israel uh, at the Red Sea. Uh, they find themselves 
in yet another situation where their lives are in danger. And you have to be careful, my brothers and sisters, uh, of who you have in your company, because although they were free, although they were happy, although they were singing and everything was great, you know, there are people sometimes will find themselves in your corner. They'll find themselves at your table when everything is good. They got good things to say when everything is great. They have great things to say, but when trouble hits, they tend to go the opposite way. There were those in the crowd as uh, uh, Moses and the children of Israel found themselves at the Red Sea. There were those in the crowd that said, Moses, why would you even bring us out here? Why would you sit us out here in the midst of this here Red Sea? We could have stayed in Egypt. We could have, we could have died in Egypt, but yet you brought us out here in the midst of all of this here so that we can die. We could have died in Egypt instead of them trusting in what God has done in the past, instead of them remembering the plagues, instead of them remembering how God did all of those things, how God set them free, they chose to find themselves falling victim to negativity, find themselves falling victim to defeat. Instead of standing up and trusting God, they wanted to retreat. But I love how Moses, uh, Moses, as the children of Israel, as they began to share, uh, talk to Moses and, 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 and complain to Moses. I like what Moses, what Moses did. Moses is, is, is a turn to God. Moses did not fall into the okie doke. Moses did not allow the negativity set him in a place of negativity as well. Uh, I, I, I'm, I, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to organize this thing in such a way where I'm not all over the place. Uh, but but I feel like I have to put something right there, a, 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 a real experience that just happened to my family, my wife and I uh, just the other day. And Elder Harris was there. Uh, you have to be careful how people try to speak stuff into you. Uh, uh, we were uh, in, in the market of, 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 of um, getting a house. Uh, and, and we find a house, Sister Beverly calls and, and, and she tells me that there is a house that you need to get. It's a beautiful house. It's a wonderful house. And I love Sister Beverly. She said, now I gotta be honest with you. I don't know what it looked like on the inside, but, but what I can tell you is that on the outside, it's a beautiful house. And so we jump in the car and Elder Harris take us to the house and, and we pull up to the house and lo and behold, there is a car in the parking lot. And so we want to be mindful and be respectful. We didn't want to just go bum rush the situation. So, so we waited and as the car bagged out, now, 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 now this is my point right here. This is my point right here. Uh, the young lady said, she said the door was a lock. There is a padlock on the door. Come on, somebody. This is what she told me. And I guess, hallelujah, I guess I'm supposed to receive that. I guess I'm supposed to take that. Well, well, the devil is a liar and the truth is not in him because not only was there no padlock on the door, the door was unlocked. You have to be careful when you get to your Red Sea uh, that you don't allow people to pour stuff into you that God does not intend to be in you. You have to be careful about your circumference. You have to be mindful of who's on your left and who's on your right. You have to stay focused on what God has called you to do there at the Red Sea. They're at the Red Sea. I dare you to be like water. That's my topic. Because we can find at least three things, uh, uh, three things uh, uh, about water in this topic that uh, are in this here story that we can learn from. Three things that we can learn from water. The first thing, if you turn with me uh, uh, to chapter 14, verse 21, the first thing that we learn from water is found right here. It says here in verse 21, then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and the Lord caused the sea to go back by the strong east wind all that night. There it is right there. I don't know if you got it, but I'm going to help you right here. The first thing we have to understand and we can learn from water is that the water stood back. Oh yeah, oh yeah. 
Oh, yeah, the water stood back. Moses stretched forth his hands and the water stood back. What am I saying? I'm saying that there are times in our walk that we have to learn how to just stand back and get out of the way of what God, oh, I'm trying to get my help right here. I feel it. I feel it. But, 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 but there are times we have to learn how to get back and get out of the way because God is trying to do some things. God is trying to get you to the other side. And just like water, if we could just get out of the way and let God be God, there is a promise on the other side that God has in store for us. Oh, can I hear you out there? Do I have some witnesses out there? There is a promise on the other side. There is a job on the other side. There is a spouse on the other side. There is away on the other side some things that you've been praying for some stuff that you've been going through there is some healing on the other side if we could just get out of the way and let God oh I feel my help right there if I can just let God be God and get out of the way there is a blessing waiting for me on the other side we step to that house, hallelujah, because I believe and I declare it and I decree that surely as my God is alive and well today, that what he have for me, it is for me. I prayed that morning, I said, God, before we leave St. Louis, there is a house that you have for us. Before we get on the road and head back to Minneapolis, there is a house that you have for us. And the day was long and it seemed like things wasn't breaking through and I found myself at this Red Sea where I didn't know what to do and God showed up yet again. I had to remember what he done for me last week. I had to remember what he done for me last year and the same God that brought me through last year is the same God that will bring you through this year in spite of a pandemic, in spite of our crisis, in spite of our presidency, God said, let me be the guiding light in your life. Don't look to the left. Don't look to the right. Just trust me and get out the way. Oh, yes. We have to learn how to get out the way. That's what the water did. The water stood back so that the children of Israel can get through. God is trying to get some folk through some things, but there are some folks standing in your way. We have to learn how to just call on the name of the Lord and say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, get thee behind me, Satan. There are some things that God have in store for me, and I will not let no devil, oh, I said it, no devil in hell is going to stop me from getting what God has already ordained for me. Devil can't stop me. Time can't hold me. Water can't stop me because God is in control. That's right. God is in control. He is the author. He is the finisher of my faith. And I believe that if I can just get the people, get out of the way, that God will get you through it. The next thing we could see here that we could learn from water, not only did the water get out the way, now I love this part right here because this right here, it just amazes me. Uh, let's let's all keep on moving here. Uh, verse 22 says that, so the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea on the dry ground and the waters were, uh, well, the waters were a wall to them on their right and on their left. The second thing that we could learn from water, not only did the water get out of the way, but the water stood up. Oh, my brothers and sisters, <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, just like water, uh, water stood up. We have to learn, my brothers and sisters, to learn how to stand up. It's so easy to fall victim to our circumstances, but we have to stand up for what's right. Stand up for truth. You know, I think about this story here, and I, I just have to be honest with you. I, I, you know, I, I, as a child growing up, I, I was that child where mama would have to say my name at least five 
to 600 times a day. Come on, somebody. Oh, I know I'm not the only one. I know. Come on, Elder Harris. I know I'm not the only one. My mom will have to call my name several times throughout the day. And I can just imagine, my brothers and sisters, if I was one of those little Israelites uh, walking on dry ground and seeing all of this water on my left and on my right, I would have been one of those little ones. I would have had my hand all in there. Come on, somebody. I would have went on my head. And, oh, come on. I know I'm not by myself. I would have tried to walk inside. Come on, somebody. I would have been in there. I would have been all over the place. They would have been like, Junior, could you come on? The water stood up. Come on, somebody. Help me with this message. Help me with this. The water stood up, and it stood up as a protector. Hallelujah. My brothers and sisters, God is calling you not only to get out the way, but he's calling you to stand up. You need to be a protector. You need to stand up because somebody is in need of your shoulder. Somebody is in need of your mentorship. Somebody is in need of your prayers. I can just imagine what tabernacle of praise would be like if they had a pastor that every time trouble showed up, he would fall down in tears. Every time the struggle would show up, he had no backbone. He wasn't standing up. He wasn't praying up. He wasn't built up, but he was just defeated. He was downtrodden. Every time he come up to the podium, he's crying about the woes that's all over his life, crying, what kind of leader would I be if every time trouble showed up, I cried all the time. Hallelujah. Oh, I feel that thing right there. Every time, uh, uh, every time trouble showed up, I'm always in tears. I'm always complaining about what stuff ain't doing. I remember, I remember when my wife and I, and again, like I said, 22 years, uh, we've been through some things. You know, when you first get started, hallelujah, when you first get started, you know, you're still learning each other. You know, we call ourselves, when we were dating, amen, uh, uh, you know, we call ourselves getting to know everything about each other. You know, we're going to tell all of our innermost secrets. Yeah, we told it all. I told it all. I'm going to be honest with you. I still got my player card. So come on, somebody. But but but, but anyway, I, I, I told it all. I put everything out there. Come on, somebody. I put it all out there for her to know because she needed to know that what she's seeing is what she's going to be getting, that there is no hidden agenda. And I remember we were going through a situation one time, and I remember it was just kind of overwhelming to me, but she was a prayer warrior. She was so strong, and she was so solid in her faith, and, and I began to weep, and I began to cry. And I remember I looked at her one day and I said, I don't know why we trying. I don't know why we praying. It ain't going to get no better. And I tell you, my wife must have looked at me and I declared she probably, uh, you know, she, I, I think she probably figured I married the wrong one. <laughs> I said, it's not going to get any better. Why even try? Oh, but I thank God that God was able to work through my mental state and get me to a place where I was able to stand up because there were times not when in our relationship where she was weak and I had to be strong. And then there were times in the relationship where I was weak and she had to be strong. You know, that's the way God works that thing out. No big odds, no little use, because at the foot of the cross, it's leveled. We are in it together. I'm not over her. I'm not beneath her. I'm not behind her. But we are on each other's side, holding each other up, locking arms in step. And we're walking towards Canaan land together. The walls of the water, they stood up serving as a protector. My brothers and sisters, God is needing you to protect, to be a protector. That's right. There are people that God wants to bring in this church my brothers and sisters, and I declare it today that if we don't stand up and if we don't hold true to the beliefs of our seventh day Adventist doctrine, what are in the world will this church become? We have to stand for truth. We have to stand for righteousness. We have to stand for honesty. We have to stand for, for our purity. We have to stand for God and God alone. 
because this is a dying world and we're in we're in perilous times, my brothers and sisters. We're in a time where so much is going on in our land. Uh, we just had a situation jump off here just the other day. Hallelujah. Wife and I out on the town, stuff jumped off, amen. And it's so quick to jump to one extreme. It's so easy for us to blame this or blame that. It's so easy for us to get stuff out of context. We're in dangerous times, my brothers and sisters. People walking around with AK-47. I was awakened just last night by the sounds of a police chase. Come on, somebody. We need the church to stand up. We don't need the church attacking each other. We don't need the church coming for each other's life. We're all trying to get to the Canaan land. We're all trying to get to God's kingdom. We're all called by God. And it doesn't make any sense for us to come for each other's lives, blaming each other about who is on the front line and why this leader isn't stepping to the plate and why that leader isn't stepping to the plate. And what, what, what are you doing to bring about us? Are you standing? And if you're standing where God has called you to stand, then it's not your place to worry about where somebody else is standing. I'm so glad that the Bible says that the wall stood one on the left and one on the right. I'm so glad that the walls on the right side wasn't concerned about the water on the left side. And I'm so glad that the waters on the left side wasn't worried about the waters on the right side because if the water on the left side left their posts and try to go on the waters to the waters on the right side and if the waters on the right side left their posts and go to the waters on the left side you see where i'm going if both sides came and tried to do each other's job you will have problems chaos and people will lose their lives you don't believe me let's go to the next part the third thing, the third thing is found right here in the text. It's found right here in the text. The Bible says that here in verse, let's, let, let, me, let me just read it to you. Let me just read it to you. Uh, uh, down here in verse 20, 26, it says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea that the waters may come back up on the Egyptians and their chariots and on their horses. The Bible says that God told Moses to stretch forth his hands. And we see here where now the waters on the right side and the waters on the left side, they began to bow down. That's the third thing we can learn from the water. We have to learn how to bow down. We have to learn how to stay in our place and allow God to be God. And we have to learn how to get out of the way and let God be God. We have to learn how to stand up so God can use us to the fullness. And we have to learn how to bow down. Because see, sometimes you can stand up and you can feel like it's all about you. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know I'm talking to you. I know. Just, just raise your feet up off the floor a little bit because I'm coming down your aisle. Come on somebody. Uh, uh, we have to learn that just because we're standing up, just because God put us on a platform or given us position, just because God has allowed us to do great things that is not about us, we still have to learn how to bow down and give God praise, give God glory. Me standing here today, it has nothing to do with me, but it has everything to do with him, for I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody who can save anybody. It's not I, but it's Christ on the inside. I've seen some things. I've been some places, but at the end of the day, it is God that called me. It is God that ordained me. It is God that sent me. It wasn't my boss, but my boss. It wasn't my mama or my daddy, nor my sister, nor my brother, but it was God and God alone that saw something in me that needed to be saving. For the truth of the matter is, my Mama can't save me. Daddy can't save me. My
my sisters can't save me. Only God can save me. And so it is here that I live for. It is here that I die for. It is here that I reign supreme with because he lived, I shall live. We have to learn how to bow down, how to give God glory. That's right. We have to bow down, give God praise, bow down and give God glory. Because when we try to do what God has given somebody else to do, we confuse stuff. We're getting our stuff out of order. We're mixing stuff all up. Folk get attitudes. Folk get beside themselves and we end up making the problem more worse than what it is. God had everything under control. All the children, oh y'all don't hear me this morning, all they had to do was just walk through. They only had one job and one job only and that was to walk through and make it to the other side. Don't worry about who's on the left. Don't worry about what's happening on the right. Don't worry about what's going on behind you. Why? Because God, while we're trying to figure it out, God has already worked it out. Oh, yes, he has. He's already made a way out of no way. He's already taken my problem and already used it as a means for my escape. So I don't have to stay up late at night worrying about how I'm going to make it through. Why? Because God has already ordained me to be through. I'm already on the other side. I'm already living in my glory. Right now, I'm already basking in heaven heaven's glory. I'm already sitting at the welcome table. I'm already feasting on milk and honey. I'm already living the life of plenty. I'm already walking the streets of gold. I'm already living my life because God has already set it up. I'm just going through the motion right now. I'm just going through right now. I'm not worrying about all that other stuff because God has my best interests. Oh, I wish I had some help up in here today because because God have my best interest at heart. I know you're looking for the job. God have your best interest at heart. Just stand still and watch the salvation. Just stand still and watch his glory. He said, I know what you need before you're even in need of it. I know what you're thinking before you even formulate the thoughts. I know your bread basket is empty. I know you're jobless. I know you're homeless. I know you need this, that and the third. But at the end of the day, I'll give it when it's right, not before it's time. Just walk through. Oh, let me end with this right here. I just need you to walk through. So my wife and I, we get to this house, we walk up to the house, we uh, uh, notice the door, it's unlocked, just like Moses. Come on, somebody. God told Moses, he said, I need you to stretch forth your hand. Take your hand, stretch forth your hand. And when Moses stretched forth his hand, the Bible says the sea began to part. Uh, my wife and I stood uh, at the door and I heard the Lord say, uh, stretch forth your hand. And when I stretched forth my hand, uh, the door which was told to me uh, that was locked. Uh, the door that was told to me uh, that had a padlock on it. When I stretched forth my hand uh, to check the knob, uh, I turned it and the door opened up. Praise God. Uh, we stepped on the inside of the house. Uh, we began to pray in the house. Uh, Elder Harris, uh, Sister Beverly, uh, we began to call on the name of the Lord uh, in that house. Uh, we began to plead the blood uh, over that house. Uh, we began to call on his name over that house, but it didn't stop there because we began to fill out the application for that house. And my wife was having challenges trying to get the application filled out so many obstacles. But what I've come to realize that the devil was trying to block that thing. But what the devil failed to realize that over 2000 years ago, when my God got up out that grave, he said, all power was given unto him. And just like I have power, he said, you have power. Oh, in the book of Acts, the Bible says that when the Holy Ghost come, you shall have power, power to walk right, power to talk right, power to cast out demons. So what the devil didn't know was that I have power, power to speak and it must obey. Speak to the mountain and it shall move. Speak to your problem 
problems and they shall go. Can I go in just a little bit deeper? And so as I began to pray, as the enemy began to try to block it through the application, through filling out that process, I laid in the bed just the other night. Matter of fact, it was yesterday morning, right before I woke up, I woke up praying. I said, Lord, the devil was trying to block what you have already set up. I began to pray. I began to call on the name of the Lord. My wife looked at me. She said, what are you doing? I was in a zone. I was focused. I was locked in. And I said, I'm praying. I'm calling on his name. And my prayer was that that phone would ring with somebody on the other side. And it wasn't... It wasn't 15 minutes before the phone rang and the lady on the other end, she said, is this Jonathan? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, well, I'm from the house of the realtor. She said, I see your application. You're having some problems. I said, yes, my wife is right here. Let me pass the phone over. There was some discrepancies. She was beginning to take the lady through the discrepancies and the young lady, she said, I'm going to stay with you to the end. She said, I'm not going anywhere. She said, the house is already yours. I'm not going anywhere. And as my wife began to fill out the rest of the application, the young lady on the other side was able to see uh, all the information. And she was saying, you're almost there. She was rooting us on. She was almost like uh, the children of Israel in, in, in a battle with the Amalekites. As long as their hands was raised up in the air, the children of Israel was winning the battle. But soon as their hands came down, the Amalekites was winning. This young lady, she must have been a, 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 a a believer in the most high God because her arms stayed up and the more she stayed, stayed up, she said, I see you. You at 20%. You at 50%. She said, keep going. Go on, Melody. You got this. Keep filling it out. You at 75%. You at 80%. Oh, when she said, you at 100%. Oh, somebody don't understand. One day Jesus is going to come. He's going to crack the sky. I'm trying to land this thing, but something's got a hold of me. I'm trying to let it go, but something on the inside is trying to get on the outside. Something is working on me. Oh, I can't wait when Jesus cracked the sky and he tells to me, when I look over your life, John, I see you are at 10%. I remember when you was at 20%. Oh, I remember when you was at 50%. Oh, I see you when you was at 75%. But Come on up a little bit higher because now you're at a hundred percent. Yes. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Oh, you're at a hundred percent. Come on in. This is your house. Eyes have not seen, no ears have heard what God has in store for the children of God. There is a house with your name on it. Oh, yes. He said, I have the keys and I'm giving them to you. There may be somebody, hallelujah. Woo! Hey, 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 hey. There may be somebody watching today. You've been going through the crucible of life. This year, 2020, has just messed you up, messed you around, messed you over, and just simply a mess. And you're looking for something to give you direction. Well, let me point you to my friend called Jesus. His name is Jesus. He said he's there with you whenever you need him. He said, I'm the, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. I, I, I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. But if you just leave a message in the box, hallelujah. If you leave a message, somebody will get back with you. Because we understand that he that shall come will come. And he will not tear it. And just like the water dare you to be like water, we have to get out the way. We have to learn how to stand up and we have to learn how to bow down because one day he will come. and He's going to take us to that place. I don't know what you're dealing with today. It may be drugs. I understand it. Come talk to me. It may be homeless. Come. We can have a conversation. You may be friend. It's been there too. 
God has taken me through some things. I couldn't understand it then, but I understand it now because now I realize why he did it. Now I could talk to people that I probably could never talk to in my before. Now I can relate to situations that at one point I couldn't relate to. Oh, I can tell you some stuff, but I'm going to be nice on this platform. But we have to come and have a sit down. But let me tell you something. If you don't know Jesus, if you have not made him as your personal Lord and Savior, I declare to you today, today is your day. Today is your day. Just write in the subscription, write in the box. Amen. Put a link in there. Let us know who you are and we can get in contact with you. I want you to just stretch your hand towards the screen right now, all over, all over, wherever you are, wherever you are. Wherever you are, wherever you are, in your living room, in your kitchen, in your bedroom with your PJs on, it's all good. It's all right. Just stretch your arm. Stretch your arm. Moses stretched his arms and the sea opened up. I stretched my arm and the door opened up. We about to get a breakthrough today. Stretch out, stretch out, stretch out, stretch out. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father, you see your children. You see your people who are stretching right now. You know their circumstances, you know their situation, you know what's ailing them, you know what's, what you know what problems they're dealing with. Father, we're asking that you will pardon the waters right now, that you will open doors right now as they are stretching out by faith, believing, oh God, in you. Do it now, oh God. Somebody needs to know you a little bit better. Somebody don't have that personal relationship with you, Father, and they need it. And this message right here has turned their attentions towards you. Father, we pray that you will bless them right now. Guide them, direct them. Let us not leave this platform the same way we came on. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you and have a happy Sabbath. Woo! Praise the <laughs> Lord. Oh, my goodness. Perhaps I can't hardly take it, man. <laughs> oh, you had your foot on that accelerator. Oh, the power of God through that testimony dare to be like water stand up for god be willing to help somebody along the way be a faithful witness to god just stop worrying just let go because while we're trying to figure it out god has it already worked out mm. thank you pastor oh that was such a beautiful sermon and folks like you like me, I'm going to go back and watch this again. <laughs> it was too much just to get it all in just one hearing. I got to let it marinate in my spirit. Oh, that was beautiful. Thank you, Pastor. Oh, this is just like a banquet, just sitting at the table. I'm just full right now. <laughs> just full. My wife was like, she had to get up and run around. <laughs> like, oh, my God, why I shout? No, just a little loose. <laughs> God is so good. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you. Amen. Blessings, blessings. Blessings, such a blessing. And just a couple of announcements, folks. We want you, uh, youth Sabbath school will be uh, at 1.30 today. And at 2.30, we're going to have our discipleship class led out by Sister Karen Lewis. Uh, um, Testimonies for the Church, Volume 1, Chapter 69, entitled probation oh i'm sorry entitled um re the rebellion the rebellion we don't want to be rebellious against god it's hard to kick against those pricks so we want you to tune in at, at, at 2 30 and on wednesday you want to get that power hour much prayer much power we need power today you want to hear those powerful testimonies that you've heard and just trust god today and so that by wednesday we can, we can uh, recite those testimonies and giving glory to God. God is looking for faithfulness in these last days. Mm -hmm. so, th so thank you all for, for worshiping with us. We know it has truly been a blessing. Amen. Yes, Praise the Lord. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you and give you peace. And the church said together, amen, amen. and amen.